Hi, mom. Mm -hmm. That work? Hey, mom. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. I think that works. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. We are live. Welcome back. Looks like everybody's going back to work today, judging by the uh, actual traffic in the city. We're happy to be here. Hope you're uh, excited to see us as well. Big show planned for today as uh, myself and Travis Trella here at Midco Studio. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Be sure to share that with your friends. Uh, let's say hello quickly to The Witcher, Chris Gardner. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, you do look like The Witcher. That makes a ton of sense now. What's The Witcher? It's, uh, uh, I'm not exactly sure. I've just heard people talk about it, and then a guy has long, grayish hair. Yeah. I think he's like a, an immortal superhuman being. Oh, wow, that sounds terrible. But yeah. he has great looks. It's uh, Henry Cavell. He used to be <sighs> Superman. Yeah. He's a good-looking guy. Did you say immortal? I think he's immortal. Uh, Tough break, huh? Sorry, bro. That would but you look good. That would be the worst, though. You look good, though. But why would you want to be immortal? If you were immortal, would you walk amongst regular people? Or would you have, like, a weird old castle? Hmm. Well, if I'm immortal, I could probably switch it up from time to time. Yeah, right. Those taxes will get you every time. I would they? The castle taxes? Of course. See what happened to Nick There's Cage? There's a castle tax? I'm sure there is. Why do you need a castle just because you're immortal? Nick Cage's name out of your mouth. Why do you have to get, have a castle just because you're immortal? I was asked the question. That's why. But why would, you, why would you agree to such a... Because I could switch it up at any point. I'm immortal. Okay. I'm probably going to live in a lot of different places. Okay. Right. And do a lot of different things if I'm immortal. Do you think it's worth it to be immortal if you're regular? Like you're not superhuman, you don't get the just, just a dude who doesn't die. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, eventually you would pick up enough knowledge where you would basically be able to operate as a superhuman, just because uh -huh. you'd be so much smarter than everybody. You would think. Now you're, that's the question. Would you you're perpetually a C minus? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What if you're? Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah. What if you're just a regular How Joe? Old? Am I the same age for? A yeah, you're like like you're 39. Th you're, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're that. Okay. You're not 40, but right. you're. You're not in your early 30s either. Yeah. So, so you're, you're in that constantly weird <laughs> waiting to go over the hill, but you yes. never can but because you never you're can. immortal. Like an endless hill. You're just yeah. steadily climbing at 39. Who was the, uh, the Greek whatever that had to push the rock up and down the hill for eternity? Or push the rock up the hill only to watch it roll all the way? Sisyphus. Mm -hmm. I'd be like Sisyphus. Okay. You have to roll the boulder up the hill, and it rolls back down, and you have to roll it back up for eternity, back and forth repeatedly for eternity. Is that what your life feels like now? <sighs> Sweet release will be accomplished at some point. It's a good start to a Monday, huh? Everybody happy New Year. Happy, happy New Decade. Happy <sighs> New Decade. You leaning into that? He is. Okay. I sent you guys a text yesterday. How you feeling? First tea guard of the decade tomorrow, gentlemen. Hmm. Feeling okay. I had a good weekend. What was on the weekend docket? Uh, first off, good morning, Walnuts. Uh, okay, I like I that. Forget yeah, that. Yeah, 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 it's still going. I like that. Um, so we're in the twenties, right? And so we're doing the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> I was just just gonna recycle that one, huh? Uh, just I guess because of the rise of fascism. There you go. Uh, uh, opulence that's currently within certain parts of society. True. Waiting for it all to collapse. Not soon enough. Really, at some point, economically. Um, I also had two parties to attend over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, in like the top floors of the some of the bigger condos in the Central West End. I felt oh. like Jay Gatsby. Ah, 
Like walking around in those shoes, don't you? Was oh, it bad? Go. Was mm-hmm. it bad? Spe- last night, my friend has a, uh, he's into antiques. His entire apartment is antiques. Antique radios, antique lighters. In- his refrigerators are antique That's refrigerators. A bit annoying. Um, but this also means he has a, a study with a giant bookshelf made of oak. And just old books. But it also doubles as the smoking lounge with a clear view just shooting down Lindell of the Arch in the Central West End. And uh, I just sat in there and smoked cigarettes mm-hmm. all night. And it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like you were like the keeper of the lair? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one of my lawyers showed up. And I don't know what his deal is, but he's starting to wear turtlenecks. So he had a turtleneck on with the coat with patches on it. And so we were making him hold one of the antique pipes and read from the books. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. So then I would laugh and just go, oh, <laughs> Did you read any of the like books? Uh, there was an economics one I kind of breezed through mm. a little bit. So you ready to apologize? To who? The elites. Because apparently you like how they live. It's not that bad, huh? Mm-hmm, not bad, huh? Like that little smoking room, didn't you? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it felt good, didn't it? You just it felt right. It felt like you were supposed to be there, right? No. It felt like the I world. N- I feel like I never belong anywhere. I'm a mutt. But but you didn't have to be bothered with the world in that moment. Yeah, and that was nice. Mm. So you like how they live? I like it from time to time. Okay. I All don't. Right, I don't. Cool. I don't want to live like that constantly. What? You don't want to live in a state of bliss. But you're ignorant to the rest of the world. You there. don't care any anyway. You don't think I care about people? Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You got a bad read on me then? Okay, okay. Maybe I'm just misunderstanding you. I just feel like you wanted to walk around. I think sometimes you doth protest too much. I think just so you can look cool to your urban friends, you try to sound woke, but you enjoy... What do you mean by urban friends? Like, you know, the ones that you may see on your bus stop on your way to work. I think this is your way to relate with them, but I think also deep down inside... I relate with them by smoking menthols and then to relate freely to relate. giving them away were you smoking menthols inside that uh yeah. fancy room yeah okay just making sure i did have one american spirit oh boy yeah trendy what a what a night all right john ham relax well, there was a girl who didn't want to finish her cigarette and of course i was going to take it off her hands was she the baroness was she the duchess of york who was this young lady no, I, I mean, I don't Little know. Fancy castle parties. It was, it, uh, and then, oh, wait, there was a piano player, too. See? You like it. Just the admit gentleman it. Play, and then an, another, the gentleman who hosted the party the previous night, who plays the piano. Multiple And then they parties. joined in and were playing. So I, then I sat in the living room. Did you have a... Sipping on my club soda. <sighs> out of a Cavassier glass? Watching them play piano. Are you sipping that out of Cavassier? They also had rye bread party pizzas, which are the best. They, were you, were you hawking around those? Oh, God. We, me and another friend were alternating so it didn't look bad, hmm. but we would load up each plate. So we weren't, it wasn't the same person going back for all of them at sure. the same time. You sure. So that was our strategy to make it you know, look like we weren't taking all of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, That's a big weekend for you. It was, it was different. It was a nice wind down of the holidays. Back-to-back parties. It is kind of back to reality, isn't it? Yeah, this is where like you start remembering the days. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> That's a perfect way to describe it. Because when it hit me last uh, on New Year's Day, which was a Wednesday, which when I was saying this to someone last night, I said it was a Thursday, which just goes to my point that I couldn't remember what days it was because it felt like a Sunday. And so I was like, I don't. And, and I'm a, I am a creature of habit, and a lot of us are. And so I get a little, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what, I can't remember my laundry. Am I supposed to do laundry today? I'm with you, guards. I'm with you completely, 100%. It, like the holidays falling in the middle of the week just fucked shit up. Yeah. Like you couldn't get comfortable where you can sleep, sleep in, and you didn't want to be an ass and not work on days because it's not a holiday. It was just very... You didn't know when to end and when to begin. Yeah, I didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. I couldn't fi- really figure it out. Like, I, I work, agree. personal, like yeah. anything to do. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. So I just go out for a walk or something like that. Just like, uh, there was one time I almost just got on the bus to ride the bus. Damn. I'm like, just take me somewhere. <laughs> oh, sure. Where? Anywhere. Anywhere. No, I feel you there, Gardner. I'm completely on board with that. It's, it's yeah. I didn't think it was gonna mess me up, but it absolutely did. Yeah. It completely threw everything off. I, I can't explain it. I know I'm having a difficult time articulating it, but that's the like, whole point, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's just very. You're in a very state of blah. Yeah, you're just wandering. Right there, it is. It was a zombie holiday. Yes, it was very much that. But I'm glad to have the new year started and. Have some, some order back in a our little lives. bit of discipline, a little bit of order back in our lives. You and I will be performing live in the Soulard area. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Well, Chris, it's called. <laughs> I'll knock it out each year. <laughs> I'm gonna break break this down. Travis and I will be emceeing this night. You can stop by. It's free to come by. Doors open at 5 p.m. Uh, there's petitioning at 5:15 and procession. Starts at 6.40. What is this, you say? What is this, Chris? Let me sign a petition for the revolution. Okay, relax. It's a revolution of sorts. uh, It's uh, 12th night in Soulard tonight. So this is the official start of Mardi Gras. Did you know that? Oh, no. So just whenever you thought you could cleanse that liver, Travis. Oh, boy. There's there's drinks and cheer and fun and marching. Uh, You're into marching. Uh, (laughs) Each year... (laughs) Wait. (laughs) The twelfth night after Christmas, Mark said petition. You said nothing about a protest. Marks the beginning of the Mardi Gras season. The night kicks off with the board of directors converging in a cozy corner of Soulard to decide whether to order the commencement of Mardi Gras. While local leaders, politicians, and crews petition with their best performances and bribes of liquid refreshment. Do they ever say no, or are they like ancient astronaut theorists, where they always say yes? It's more of an ancient astronaut situation. Boy, that would be a real kick in the pants to St. <laughs> no, Louis. No, we're not going to do it. Uh, yeah, your uh, your skit, these are skits. These are actually skits. The skit you did to perform for all the board and everything, we thought it was lacking. Mm-hmm. We're canceling this multi-million dollar mm-hmm. neighborhood saving event every year. Uh, the board votes after a heated and often raucous debate. Then make the official Ooh. proclamation that we will have yet another Mardi Gras season in Soulard. Luckily for us, throughout the decades that uh, Soulard's hosted Mardi Gras, the board has always voted unanimously in favor of Mardi Gras. So there is a little bit of uh, suspense involved. Should I come down there and video this, saying there could be some drama this yeah, year? Yeah, right. We're hearing maybe no Mardi Gras. There's some rumbling. There's some rumors. Uh, after that, collection of party pros and dignitaries marches throughout the Soulard neighborhood, crowning that year's Mardi Gras Rex 
and then christening and raising the Mardi Gras flag to proudly fly over the Soulard neighborhood throughout the Mardi Gras season. It's free. Doors at 5. Again, it's at the Bud Light Party Center in Soulard Market Park. I was over there on Friday. It is a 15,000-square-foot tent. There are levels oh. and stages, and oh. it is huge. So come join the fun tonight. We'll be there. What better way to start off partying on a Monday, January 6th, 2020? Welcome to the new decade, <coughs> Travis. That's right. And we will be uh, really just corralling a bunch of people hooting and hollering and... Uh, We'll probably introduce ourselves. He'll make a fat joke. I'll make a black joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll rock through it. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Did not know that this included all of that. And so just, if you're going to be entertained tonight, imagine how I'm going to feel. So come on <sighs> out. I did not know. We've talked about it a few times. I know. I just thought it was going to be like a couple people. Yeah. Come together at the back of a bar. It. He can't. I yeah. thought it was just going to be like some folks, like on a patio, be like, yo, no, what's no, good, no. Sular? Woo, no. woo. It what if starts, they say no? Now we hit a button, boom, confetti. A VIP we go area. home in like 20 minutes. There's a VIP? No, no, no. This is an all-night affair. This is this is, uh, this is uh, three stages at a VIP area. No Mardi Gras hawk tomorrow. And uh, No, I can't do that. And, they, uh, yep. and whoever the Rex is, could be somebody famous. It could be somebody locally very just well-known. Is this the king? We'll see. Essentially. Last year's, you call was, Rex? Uh, last year's was Missy Kelly of uh, downtown St. Louis. Okay. She, she was the CEO of that. I'm okay. I'm excited. I'm excited now. I saw Rex Sinkfeld yesterday. So Did I got, you? So I got to dress up for this thing. He has something purple and yellow. I like those. Purple like and those yellow. Cakes. Mardi Gras. Yeah. Are Don't they, dress like the Mardi Gras are baby. Are they baby cakes? Gross. Is that what they're called? Baby cakes? Yeah. Can I, good. If I find like a Mighty Ducks jersey, can I wear it? I think that's probably more, uh, uh, no. Okay. What if I get like a New Orleans Pelican special edition Mardi Gras jersey? Now we're talking. Okay. Now we're talking. Do they have that? I don't know. I probably can't afford it You going to procure anyway. one of yeah. those? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I got to figure this out. I'm so nervous now. Should we go to Goodwill after the show? Oh, I don't know. I'm so nervous now. Maybe we should. I don't know. Or you have anxiety? Uh, no, is he laying fine. the groundwork to not come in? No. For tomorrow? No. I was trying to lay the groundwork for that. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll probably start doing that sometime just before the show starts. You already did, you already did that. You went like, oh, man, oh, no. I oh, mean, that's a lot. I mean, I can broadcast. We can pull up the VMAX. It's King Cake. We use VMAX. King Cake, King by King the way. King Cake. Okay. Thanks, Why did I say baby cake? Because oh. you f- you find the baby. You know, they put a plastic baby in it, and if you get it, there might have been like a black. minor league baseball team named the Baby Cakes yeah, in that area I, I or something that. like that. Name, Maybe that's where I got. What's that? Baby cakes. Baby cakes. Hmm. You say that? No, I don't. Yeah, I didn't think so. Nah, we're not that cool. You think that's cool? Oh, definitely not as cool as Missouri's Brad Pitt. Why? Why? Because he won a Golden Globe last night. That's for And he one? shot out the Ozarks in his speech. He shot out, oh, I was going to invite Mama, uh, but any woman I'm seeing with these days, everyone thinks I'm dating. So I thought that'd be awkward. Oh. But he's like, Mama, she wanted to come out, but she couldn't. But Brad Pitt won for Best Supporting Actor. For Once uh, Upon a Time in Hollywood? For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Gave even a shout out to his new, I guess the new Best friend, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. They they're, on, they're on WTF with Mark <coughs> Maron together today. Shut up, really? Yeah. Those two are out. Those two coolest dudes in the room. That's essentially the hosting combo that Soulard got for tonight. 
Brad, 12th Pitt, and Congrats. Leonardo. All right. Good Who's who? Who's who? I'm Leo. Duh. Why? Okay. Well, I'll take, a, oh, no. I'll take Brad Pitt. I'm just saying because Chris is from basically the same neck of the woods as Brad Pitt. Okay. I'm Whereas from more Leo and I, we, territory. we knock out. We're older guys who aren't in the best of shape who still knock out youngins. Hmm. Hmm. Is, there a, is there a near Murphy settlement there? Is there a town called like Moquin or Moquin? Uh-uh. Something like that? Nothing of the sort. Mm. Nothing even close. Someone I met someone from a town that begins with an M right near there, not too far from there. Yeah. M so. near Farmington. Yeah. Very small town. Mocaine. That is that one? I don't know. Maybe. There is a Mocaine, Missouri. But I don't know if that's the one you're thinking about. Man, I don't know. I'll look it up. I'm gonna now it's gonna bother me. Okay. If I don't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, that's in Callaway County. Yeah. Is it, wait so no. what's the county? Next to St. Francis County. St. Genevieve, Jefferson, or Washington. Mm. Maybe it's further south. And then Madison. Yeah, what's in Madison? Fredericktown? Mad- I think it's in Madison. What's, what, were you, what were you asking? Um, About the town. I don't know. Oh, you just Jesus told me he was God. from there. Sweet Jesus. Marquand. Marquand? That's where he's from. Okay, that's by Clearwater Lake. Yeah, he say mentioned a lake. Yeah, or the cast. Is there a Castor River? That's probably yeah. Okay, that's yeah. where it was. Okay, well, thanks. Maybe. What, yeah. what was going on at the river? Nothing. He was just telling me he was from there. Oh, it was the piano player. Oh, was he a delightful gentleman? He was. Okay. He hasn't lived there in a while, but yeah, uh, that's right there by it. So there we go. That's your Southeast Missouri history for the day. Yeah. Uh, your movie Gardner actually won best motion picture for what musical movie? or comedy, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Do you guys uh, see Ricky Gervais setting everything on fire? Yeah, Gervais hosted last night, and uh, as you would expect, he did a little bit of roasting, a little bit of ribbing, made fun of. Got a good Leonardo DiCaprio joke in there. He said, uh, "Leo went to the premiere." Uh, to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and about time the movie was over, he was too old for his date. Mm-hmm. Well, his well, date was too old for him. Oh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I messed that up. You did. Okay. But no, it was a very... Uh, it was Ricky Gervais. I have a little clip here. You got, you got it? Oh. Yeah, let's hear it. This what is near the end of his monologue. Drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And- oh, wow. So... It's already three hours long. Oh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks with the Tom Hanks face. I love it. Uh, it was Ricky Gervais. That was great. I saw a bunch of the clips. I didn't watch the actual uh, show, but I don't know. That's fun. That's funny to me. 
Mm-hmm. There were some groans too. There he should made be groans. A, he needed good. an Epstein joke. Good. He, he made, made good. an Epstein joke. Good. I love that callback. He's like, I know most of your friends. Good. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, it's some enablers in that room. So let's not let's relax. It's, it was all jokes. It's fine. Y'all it is. all right. Y'all still got a, a ton of money and a ton of power and influence and. I haven't seen. I haven't looked for anybody's feelings are hurt. I hope they weren't. All I've seen is people just uh, raw rying that last night. I haven't seen a bunch of pushback or anything of people you mm-hmm. know, saying he shouldn't have said anything. No, which I'm sure it's out there, but it is funny because you see, you you'll see an intersection of comics loved it because they were just like, yeah, turn it on its head, be funny. Um, Whitney Cummings was all over uh, Twitter saying how great it was, um, but then there's also like. The um, there's like some I don't know if you'd call them conservative commentators or what that are really cheering him on too. Well, because they that. hate Hollywood. Which I, yeah, but it's funny because I'm like I don't think you'd actually like Ricky either. No. <laughs> no, yeah, and I yeah I think I don't know I didn't necessarily I mean I wasn't the target of the room so it's very easy for me to say that I wasn't uh, bothered by it but I thought as far as I think the, the the best thing about comedy is being able to look yourself in the mirror and call, you know, call things out, be fully observational. And that's what Ricky Gervais does. And I think if you want to appreciate comedy, you can't you can appreciate that type of comedy as well. So I thought it was I thought it was fine. I thought it's <laughs> I think I don't think anybody's going to get too upset at calling out Hollywood's hypocrisy or any form of hypocrisy at all. Uh, and look, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody feelings were truly hurt and mm-hmm. i don't think those executives who literally and live people in, some people still made their speeches and their I points some, yeah, yeah patricia arquette and michelle williams still yeah. came forward and said their piece and people love that as well people love what michelle williams and patricia arquette had to say and so you can do both you can ask ah, not my cup of tea or you can be like hey i'm really moved by what this artist just said and i think you had a little bit of that all last night Mm-hmm. I enjoy award shows, though. I'm kind of a geek for these things. That's what I've realized. Yeah, I don't know. I really, they're fun. They're, I think they're fun. I don't know. Maybe can they be. screw up on uh, them. They can be. Yeah, they, I mean, the thought of them's fun. They don't always deliver, just like yeah. anything else. But I didn't watch just because I was, you know, in a study smoking of cigarettes course, last night. Right. So. Um, uh, looks like it was a big night for your boy, Quentin Tarantino. Again, they won Best Picture. Whose boy? Was, uh, I was pointing towards Chris. Okay, I'm trying to figure out whose boy is who. Uh, yeah, depends it's on how I'm feeling. Uh, <laughs> Brad Pitt, of course, for um, Once Upon a Time as well. I'm a, I, I'm not Tarantino not got Best Screenplay, yeah. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I don't, man, I guess I just didn't connect with it. I don't know. I guess uh, the, the things I liked about that movie, I really felt like I was kind of, participation award giving to them because i was like i'm supposed to love this this is interesting how they're being like gritty or whatever and i liked all the old cars on the highway but like that shouldn't be the part that i focus on like (laughs) i don't know is this fall into like that was it la la land that got hollywood it's a movie it's a movie love itself that's a movie about hollywood i think so is that is that kind of how that's kind of the vibe guess. I'm getting? Like that's kind of the vibe I'm getting okay. because the it ending. does talk about. Well, it just I mean, it, it's there's no proof of it, but right. if you're connecting dots, it would be logical, right? Yeah. And it's a glorified look at nostalgia, and it's done very well. The nostalgia, I think that's Chris is alluding to. That shouldn't be the main reason why I like it. I think that's the thing that I think is impressive from a creative standpoint Me. because everything looks like 
you're in that era. You feel like you're in that era I told watching you, that I film. needed to have a cigarette after 30 minutes watching that movie. Yeah. Did you see the whole thing? Yeah. Me me thinking it was neat that they how they made the margaritas are like a big part of it at the end should not be my focus of a movie. I'm like Oh, yeah, they were having some margaritas. I loved that they had Neil Diamond's Brother Loves Traveling Salvation show playing in one of the car scenes. Oh, man. Well, and, and two, the ending, like, okay, it's fun. It's a, there's a, I won't go into it too deep, but it's a flip on an actual historical thing. Mm-hmm. And, okay, that was cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I just... I think it's one of those... I, I, I think I am willing to watch it again, but to Chris's oh, point... I'm not. I, I don't know, because I'm yeah, just I'm like... Two hours, 40 minutes. That movie was You get me long, once for man. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. Maybe you're right. You may have just convinced me not to watch it again. I don't... And it's, yeah, I'm with you guys. I just... I wanted to really like more elements than others. And, I, and I've been a fan of Tarantino. I love Glorious Bastards. I love Django. And who in the world doesn't love Pulp Fiction? So it's not like I have a weird... I, I love his films. This one, for me, just didn't... It didn't work its way. And they were my two favorite actors. Two of my favorite actors in Brad Pitt... And Leo, so I was thinking this was going to be a home on skill, run on skill alone. Yeah. Even if you're not in love with whatever you think Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio are, right. skill alone, skill, the yeah. acting was fantastic. Yeah. They are fantastic yeah. actors, <laughs> but but I, I don't what. There were some good scenes, but it was slow at times. For sure, yeah, yeah. especially yeah, at the beginning. And that's what I was trying to wonder. What I was like, well, is it purposely slow because of the stuff that they were kind of not you know nodding their head at would have right. been like. Watch the original Rocky, which is Academy Award winning, one of the best films ever, or one of the best screenplays ever written, right? We can all probably agree on that. Right. Uh, it's, it's a slow-moving movie now that we're used to the way movies yeah. are, are shot and, and put together now. So I was trying to figure it was. I had to think a lot. But you I'm must like, remember, Chris, it is, it is true cinema. Cinema! <laughs> just, uh, just, the, just the best. Speaking of which, a boy Scorsese was shut out. Irishman didn't take home anything, huh? Irishman didn't take home uh, any of the big prizes, any prize at all, for that matter. Um, I like the Irishman. I think I think we, I don't know if you guys have seen it. You talk about no two forty. That's about three and, and a quarter. I yeah, think. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think I'm gonna be. That was fine. I said it was a uh, good fellow. Knives Out is two. my priority right now. Knives Out is very good. Knives Out was nominated but did not take home any big prizes as well. Best television series drama went to Secession on HBO, one of my favorite shows right now. Uh, and some of the upsets. Who best, got a comedy? Uh, best comedy movie actually went to, I think, Once Upon a Time. Oh. That was, they were in the musical comedy category. Oh, it was a combination thing? And let me make sure. Okay. Best motion once yeah, upon a time in yeah, Hollywood. Was, yeah, it was a and your best motion picture drama went to 1917, which I believe goes into wide release this weekend. So they had a TV show drama. Is that what you said? No, they have. Uh, what did Secession get? Secession got best TV show drama. Okay, so yeah. what got TV show comedy? Oh, comedy. I thought you were talking about comedy film. My apologies. Uh, let me check that. Best TV show comedy. I was just curious. Because th- here's something I didn't know until I was looking at something this morning. Bill Hader and Rachel Bilson are dating? Are they really? They made like their made it like official confer- the confirmation on That's the That's like my new because favorite couple in the I world. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Bill Hader, who does the best Keith Morrison impersonation you're ever going to see, is dating Summer from the OC? Like what? <laughs> 
This is what? What the hell just happened? I here? had to do a Google search because I didn't really know who she was. Uh, I was like, okay, she looks familiar-ish, uh-huh. but yeah, I never watched the OC. Oh, and so she was on those ice cream commercials. Which ice cream? Is it Magnum? Magnum? Those? Uh, I don't know. I think an ice cream. Ice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that. But so she was an OC star, mm-hmm. and then I looked her up, and she has a kid with uh, Hayden Christensen. Okay. Is it Hayden Christensen? Oh, know. the guy who played Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. They were together for a long time. Okay, I knew Shut she was up. with I know they had a kid. Oh, uh, that's a, I, so I woke up to see Bill Hader and Rachel Bilson, and I'm like, when did this, where am I Do you I prove? Been? Yeah, that's quite a combo. I mean. My hair is driving me insane right the, now. The uh, Bill Hader's doing what he's, Colin Jost, Scarlett Johansson. The year of the funny man. They're doing well. Yeah, they are, man. They're doing well. They are. You know, the worst thing is they give Travis hope. I swear Travis just said, yeah, we are. Did you say we are? Yeah, we are. Okay, good. Okay, right. see, I was right. Who are you picking off? If you're, you know, once this international screenwriting thing kind of blows up and, you've never, and you'll never admit to being on We Are Live, who are you picking off? She just recently got married, but I was really hoping for Zoe Kravitz. She might get divorced. Who'd she marry? I don't know. I don't. Oh, he's. I don't think he's a big time actor or anything like that. You've got his social security. Don't act like you don't know exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. Keep my eye open. You're like writing her letters as a female. You're like a, I was just with your husband. You mm-hmm. should. You should dump him. She was one of the presenters last night. I was. Okay. Smitten. So wait. So that's the comedy. No, I was just saying, thinking of. Oh no no! no I'm comedy. sorry. Yeah, but he. You were talking about uh, the comedy uh, categories. There weren't like any. Truly funny movies in there? Uh, no. Okay, best musical comedy, uh, Fleabag. Fleabag for Amazon. So that beat out I don't know the what Kaminsky Method, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Barry, and The Politician. I have not seen Fleabag. I hear people rave about it. I believe it's on Amazon. Yeah, I've heard really uh, good things about that. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's like one of the hottest mm-hmm. screenwriters in the world right now. Uh, she... Also won, I think, for her role in the show. So, okay, yeah, she's killing it right now. She's got a writing credit for this, uh, for the new James Bond. She's like killing it right now. Uh, Wonder what she wrote about it. Barry, I love Barry. Have you seen? Have you caught up on Barry? Yes, you're caught up on Barry. I feel I am not. Oh, that's that's gonna be your favorite show. It is. And uh, the thing is, I want. The problem is, I'm like, I need to catch up. But I kind of want to just. I wish I. I wish I haven't put myself behind, yeah. because there's one particular episode that I hear people have raved about. Mm-hmm. That I just want to. I just want to watch that one right now, but have everything I need to know about the show going no, into no, there. No, no, no. And so that's not going to happen. So I get a little anxious about it. I'm like, I. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta figure out a way. To, I gotta formulate a plan. That's, to get myself there. Yeah, don't don't give yourself don't give yourself dessert three days before the big dinner. Yeah, like so that, you got to earn that I don't, episode. That's a weird analogy, but I'll go with it. Well, that's how far it's it into. Sounds it. like it's not the first. It's, it's like a, a grandpa would say. It's, it's not a, in the first. Don't season. give yourself dessert. What are you, Ross Perot? Yeah. <laughs> don't a, give yourself dessert. It's a, before the dinner three days from that <laughs> dessert. You got to understand that episode you're looking into is like towards the end of the latest season and there are multiple seasons. So you don't get to just jump ahead. Yeah. You got to work through it. You got to, you got to shake hands. Barry right now? I think there's two. Okay. Cause I'm only, I was only three episodes in. Yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken too, I, it's, it's a, 
it's a show that surprises us in all the right right ways. Like you want a show to, you kind of have these expectations going in, mm -hmm. and then it flips, and then you have new expectation, and then it flips. Like it's a show that's always evolving, and it's it's just fun to follow. Like Barry, like uh, Bill Hader just creates a character that you're just like. Wow, you're fascinating. Like, wow, you are hard to not watch when you're not on the screen. It's just, it's funny. It's deep. It's over if, the top. It's a little bit of everything. I wonder if he could get a cameo by someone. You know what I mean? One Keith Morrison. Oh, boy. Wouldn't that oh, be how a fun, cameo? How, that would be a fun cameo. I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't thought about it. I'm sure he, him and Alec Burke. Uh, Burr, excuse me, uh, probably have thought about how to find a way to get him in there. That would be fantastic. Oh, don't do it too soon, though. I got to catch up. It's, an, it's, it's a very fun show. But it was, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, the Ozark kid, best, Brad Pitt. Uh, best actor, best uh, actress. Who do we have here? We got... Uh... Russell Crowe took home uh, best actor in a miniseries, or, um, and that was for The Loudest Voice. That was when he was playing, I believe, Roger Ailes. For the show on Showtime, and he uh, sent his his uh, I guess acceptance speech along to the presenters, mm -hmm. and they read it. It was talking about uh, climate change and him being in Australia trying to help with the fires mm -hmm. uh, that are currently ravaging that country. So, a very deep message. Uh, we said earlier, uh, best actress in a miniseries. It's okay to use your platform there, Ricky. Michelle Williams uh, for Foss Verndon. Uh, I said Phoebe Waller Bridge for Fleabag. Uh, she was the best actress in a musical or comedy. Original score went to Joker. Stellan Skarsgård, best supporting actor in a limited series for Chernobyl. I love that last name. Haven't seen that. Um, it's good. It's good. That's like, heavy. It's supposed to be it's really heavy. good, right? It's good and heavy, man. It's almost like ah, this was just awful. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, it's what those things do. Yeah. Best Actor in a Drama TV Series, Brian Cox, Succession. Olivia Coleman took home Best Actress in a Drama TV Series for The Crown. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix took home Best Actor in a Drama Motion Picture for Joker. Renee Zellweger, Actress in a Drama Motion Picture, Judy. And for Actors in Musical, Taryn Edgerton for Rocket Man. Played Elton John. Elton John was in attendance last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, actress in a musical or a comedy, Aquafina for The Farewell. It's very good. What's The Farewell? Uh, I think this is about, um, if I understand it, just based off the, the preview, uh, their grandmother is dying, but the family isn't telling her. And so they take her on a trip back to, I think, her homeland. Why would they not tell because her? Because I guess it's a, it's a tradition. I guess it's part of the culture not to oh. share that. Yeah, so it... Yeah, and so I think that seems like a weird thing, though. Like, isn't the doctor? It, when is this set? Like, the I, doctor I, is like required to I'll tell look it up. Stuff, I don't right? want because I don't want to screw this up. It's the just, farewell. I, I I've heard it's gotten very good reviews. I want to make sure I do justice to this. Makes premise. me think of the song "The Last Farewell" by Roger Whittaker. <laughs> of course it does. There's a ship rigged and ready in the harbor. It's a comedy drama. The film follows a family who, upon learning their grandmother has only a short while to live, mm -hmm. decide not to tell her and schedule a family gathering before who, she dies. Who told them? Uh, the doctor? And the doctor didn't tell the patient? Uh, yeah, this is apparently based on the writer's real-life story, which he first publicly discussed as part of a radio story, What You Don't Know, 
which appeared as part of an episode in This American Life. The film was screened um, at Sundance to rave reviews, but essentially, yeah, it's her paternal grandmother. She comes down with an illness, like she has only a few weeks to live, and I guess out of respect uh, for the culture and grandmother's mm-hmm. heritage, uh, they're choosing not to tell her. And it's Aquafina looks like as being the character that's like, okay. we can't let I'll have to look more into this just because I don't. It's a fascinating film. Yeah, it's, it sounds like I just don't understand how a doctor doesn't inform a patient something. So I need to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a part I'd have to. I'd like to look into. Yeah. Now, what about uh, best actor in a film? It's at uh, your boy, Mr. Phoenix. Did he bring that home? Uh, he did. He brought that home for Joker, a uh, best actor in a drama motion picture. He had a few expletives that he dropped during his his uh, I, I didn't see any speech. of his. You know, Joaquin Phoenix is a interesting bird, man. He is a you don't interesting say. cat. You don't say. He's a and even by Hollywood types, I think he's an interesting cat. Like it was as he was walking through the room to go accept his Golden Globe. He just had this, this like this. It looks like disgust on his face. Like it was very weird. And I, you know, I, I read the trades, and I saw him. And what the, are the trades? The trades, you know, they talk about what's going on behind the scenes in Hollywood. Is there a magazine or something? No, you know, you just gotta have your hands. You gotta get your hands on it, Gardner. I just know how to get my hands on this kind what of stuff. What are the trades? Well, I can't tell you that. If I told you what the trades are, then you'd be in on the trades. I think anyone who could read them, probably. Are you a member of SAG-AFTRA? No, don't worry about it. But I got the trades. Let me see your SAG card. Nope. You don't have one, do you? I do not. How can you be an international screenwriter without a SAG card? Uh, What's that? (laughs) (laughs) It was like he was, like, talking to, like, one of his stuffed animals, whatever his parents come to the room Is it WGA? It's WGA. Do you have that card? I I know you have to have, I mean, unless I can start classifying the show as a writing credit, I have to have Mm. actual television credits to be able to. And it's a process, and there's a fee, and it's a lot. It's not where I am. Not a lot of people have, even people who work in the industry regularly don't all have WGA cards. But it's good to have one. It's very important to get one as soon as you can. Makes it a little bit more easier for you to be employed. Okay. Um, All right. But yeah. I, oh, I'm, I guess I'm just a little confused there. Walking fingers, weird bird. No, he was a. <laughs> he was. He's just weird, weird guy. I, yeah, I don't know. yeah, he is. I do wonder that, like, if he's just a genius that has just always, like, you, we don't know what he's actually like. Like, that's his. I think that's all... his skin that he wears in front of you. Right. What if he's just a dude? <laughs> Just like he's like, oh, this is fun. I, I think get to it clock is. In and be weird. I think that's what it is. I think it's a guy who's like, this is silly that I get paid enormous amount of money for. It's silly that I get all this notoriety for it. I just really like doing it, and I'm really damn good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. I think maybe he's just one of those guys that's like, all right, me coming to these things is me being polite to the director and the studio, but otherwise I would rather be somewhere else. I think I kind of get that vibe. And I get it. Look, when you're Joaquin Phoenix, you're as talented as he is. You can walk around like that, I suppose. I mm-hmm. just he's a he's a again by Hollywood types by all appearances feels like he's even weird for their for that type of people. Yeah, certainly, and maybe that's by design. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what happens when you're unbelievably talented and at a very you've young got, age, and yeah. you see everything as you've seen 
Joaquin oh, I'm sure man. he's had in the house. Losing his brother, who was, you know, the star of stars at that time. Like, holy cow. Um, actress, best actress went to Renee Zellweger. Like, I didn't know that was even possible. Claim best actress in drama for Roadside Attractions. Have you seen that? No. Roadside Attractions, Judy. Yeah, I've not heard of it. I just know it's Judy. By, it's a, oh, okay. Company, Ro- oh, my bad. Roadside Distraction for Judy. Studios that distribute it. Whoops. Yeah, but it's called Judy. It was uh. See, that's how little I know about it. <laughs> I was like, oh. Renee Zellweger. Have you seen how like her she face? Looks good. And, no, she did some. She did some work, but she still she can barely good. move her mouth. Yeah, she still looks fine. She uh, did the portrayal of Judy Garland. Okay. Um. Yeah. He's, a, he's always been a phenomenal actress. So that's good to see her win that. So, yeah, shout out to the winners last night. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Beyonce were in attendance. Why? Well, she uh, was nominated for her original song in Lion King. What song? I think it's called Spirit. Mm-hmm. Is it good? I haven't heard it oh. or seen the movie or this new edition of the movie. Uh, Laura Dern uh, won Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture uh, for Marriage Story, which is on Netflix, I believe, right now. Mm. A young Alan Alda is in that film. Alan a young Alda. Alan Alda? He looks good. That's why I say he's young. Uh, mm. I wish you guys would have seen the photos. Uh, Salma Hayek and Patricia Arquette. Just at some point today, maybe when we're on our break, Google Patricia Arquette, uh, Golden Globes, uh, Salma Hayek, Golden Globes. What happened? I'm just saying there were some Golden Globes. Okay. Uh, I'm looking, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did Patricia Arquette win for? The act, uh, based off that story that took place here in Missouri about the woman, uh, the, she was played the mother. Remember the mother who had the kid that had the disease and oh, she was no. parading her around with the disease, but Ooh. it was actually the mother causing the girl to be sick the entire time and yeah. yeah telling the girl that oh no you're sick you have to take your medicine when the mother was just basically keeping the child sick so that she can get money and free trips and free shit and things like mm. that so that's who Patricia Arquette plays she played the mother in that film uh, if you have not by the way seen that documentary or the movie please check it out it is I would recommend the documentary um, god I'll get it for you guys next hour but it is a it is a what the oh this some this some wild ass shit. I do love that Brian Cox won uh, by actor in a television series for drama uh, for Succession, which you've been raving about. I just I know he's done a million things and he's a talented person, but it's a guy who's in two Super Troopers movies. I just love that so much. He's a, I don't know why. Now was Uncut Gems uh, thrown into this mix? I don't think Uncut Gems got any love. None at all. None at all. Oh. Heard some good things about it so far. I, w- I want to check it out. I, I, I would like to check it out at some point. Uh, the Carol Burnett Award went to, of course, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, and the uh, Cecil B. DeMille uh, Award went to Tom Hanks at the Lifetime Achievement mm-hmm. Award. Oh, very nice. Went to the great Tom Hanks. And he was very emotional about it. His, all of his family, all of his kids uh, were in attendance. Um and so, yeah, it was a very emotional moment for him. I think he was more proud of that than anything else. Tom Hanks is the shit. I mean, gosh, what can you say about Tom Hanks? Like, he's one of the few men left on earth that's 
worth a damn as far as somebody you can, at least from a distance, trust by all appearances. It's just a phenomenal actor, all-around good guy. You don't hear a ton of bad shit about him. And you're so, so happy. We're so, so happy that he was was able to get past me too and time's up because oh, I would have been so that was your fucking da- oh man that was my na- look man that was gonna be my oh mm, Defcon 1 I may not have left the house for about a good two months oh boy man Tom Hanks oh thank you Jesus Whew, Tom Hanks man where would we be as a country let's just not even worry okay, about it that's the, that's the new, I'm, I'm more concerned about that than I ran okay. just, I just want to make sure to protect Tom Hanks at all costs oh. Protect him. Uncut gems currently on Rotten Tomatoes, 92%. Really? Critics, 51%. Ah, interesting. That's usually reverse. That usually is reverse. Have you seen that yet, Travis? I have not. I was going to check it out over the weekend. I just did not get a chance to get to a theater. Is that because his audience, like these are all the people that watch his Netflix straight to Netflix stuff? And they're like, could be, Chris. They they didn't end up together. I don't really, I don't like that. Where's the quirky girl he's trying to do? I don't know. I'm curious now. Now I'm a little bit more excited to see it since the critics are kind of iffy on and the fans love it. It has to be it. what it is. No, the critics are down. That's what I'm saying. The critics are down and the fans are up. They're the, the, yeah, the fans are not feeling it. Oh, fans are not feeling fans it. Fans are not feeling Oh, I thought it was the it's other way usually, around. No, his movies are usually like oh, that. Oh, so the fans think it's sucking the critics I like I honestly it. think it's because it's the people who just mindlessly tune in to you know, the, the silly, funny, family-type movies. That means makes. I'm going to think it's cool. <laughs> you the critics love that. it. And the fans are like, eh, I think it's going to be cool. Or he decided, huh? Without seeing it. Um, uh, yeah. So I'll go check it out. I'm just trying yeah. to level off my expectations, Gardner. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, real quick, uh, cool. before we uh, get too close to break, I wanted to say thanks to St. Louis Counseling Services. Ah, good times with them for several years now. We produce their podcast, Mental Health Matters, uh, and we're huge fans of the services they provide in the St. Louis area. You can see both at excuse me, stlouiscounseling.org online. You can see all their capabilities. They do wonderful work right here in the St. Louis area. That's St. Louis Counseling Services. Drop Tom Duff and the gang a line today if you're in need of their services. Any other highlights from the Golden Globes we need to know about? Uh, you know, they have like the, uh, the ambassadors... The Golden Globe ambassador, it's always a celebrity's kid uh, that gets to be the ambassador. Well, two gentlemen did it last night, and they were the sons of Pierce Brosnan, Paris and Dylan Brosnan. And they are the most good-looking human beings on earth. Good for them. It is insane. Like, they, for a fact, got their father's looks, and they, they are, my word, they may be the next big things in Hollywood. If they choose to go the acting route, those are just handsome gentlemen. Good, Good for them. them. Uh, hmm. Black, look just like like they daddy. Boy, look that like your daddy right there, boy. But look get like your daddy. That's a black man. The yeah, black sheep. Uh, oh, thank you. The black sheep wants to thank you for uh, the uh, Google recommendation for Selma Hayek at the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God bless him. Well then, God bless. Uh, the, God bless. <laughs> Spain. Uh, good times all around in the first hour. We've got plenty to get to next hour. Gardner, how you feeling? You feeling like a, a smoke? Uh, what kind of question is that? Okay. Let's get, them, uh, let's get that happening. Keep it here. We're going to get some snappy Bigman coffee. We're going to rock it out. Keep it going for another hour.
quick break. We'll be right back.